Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we'll be talking about the events and updates from June 23rd, 2020. And today, we are going to actually get started with the Belgian royal family because amazingly, there was nothing going on with the British royal family. Um, so we are going to go ahead and start with Belgium. Starting out in Belgium, we had this morning King Philippe and Queen Mathilde visiting the Institute of Tropical Medicine. So this institute has been working on what they call the front line of the pandemic, of global pandemics, including COVID. Um, And so obviously Philippe and Mathilde wanted to um, visit there to show their support for the work being done um, in the fight against the uh, coronavirus. Um, and so during the visit, they were able to take a tour of the facility, um, and speak with five different students about their studies, um, at ITM and how they have experienced, uh, the pandemic themselves. Um, and so that was, um, a really great event. And then, um, this evening, or this afternoon, I guess, um, King Philippe held an audience with the Belgian Prime Minister, Sophie Welms, um, which is a weekly occurrence. It happens every week. Um, usually it happens on Monday, but it didn't happen yesterday, so of course it happened today, um, which is just fine. And that is um, really what was going on in Belgium. Um, I'm still... so. I'm going to address this a little bit. So there are, every royal house has a website. um, And some royal houses' websites are a little more detailed on events than others, um, which makes the events the easiest to talk about. So, for example, we're going to move on in a a little bit. We're going to actually talk about Spain. Um, And their website is so detailed that, like, there's a lot to talk about. Um, so sometimes when it seems like I talk a lot more about one event for a royal family, it's because there's so many more details um, that I have found mostly through the Royal House's website. Now, I have found some other resources to talk about um, some other royal families. Like the Netherlands has a good following on... Um, like royal reporters for the Netherlands royal family. So there's a lot that you can find there, but I haven't found the same um, thing for like the Belgian royals or the Swedish royals or the Danish royals. Um, So sometimes like that's what the the difference is really. Um, Also, (laughs) there is a benefit to, um, you know, the British royals. I speak that language with the, the Spanish royals. I'm learning, I would say I'm pretty um, close to being fluent in at least understanding Spanish. I can't really hold a conversation that quickly, but I can do it if it's slow. Um, And so like, I understand what's happening with the Spanish royals because I can read and listen to Spanish and know what's happening. Um, 
So I'm still trying to figure that out for the other royal families um, and what that looks like. So that's what some of that discrepancy is. And I apologize. I'm still learning um, what details to share and where to find them and things like that. So hopefully, you know, we'll get there eventually, I think. And so with that, we're actually going to go ahead and move on to the Danish royal family. While there were no official events on the calendar for the Danish royals, uh, Queen Margrethe did announce via social media that she would be becoming um, a royal, the royal patron for a Danish-French research collaboration um, between the Monet Museum and Skagen's Art Museum, um, which has the goal to spread awareness um, of the Danish painter P.S. Croyer um, across the world. So he, they want to make him or her um, inter- internationally known. Um, and so this is a planned three-year collaboration uh, that will result in two art exhibitions at um, both the Monet Museum in, Fran- in France and the Skagen Art Museum in Denmark. Um, and this is something that is so perfect for Margrethe to be the part, the patron of, um, as she is very interested in art. Um, it is like one of her passions and then also, um, has a strong connection to France as well. Um, that is where her husband was from, but it's also, um, she speaks the language she studied there. Um, so it holds a, a place in her heart too. Um, and obviously Denmark does as well since she's, you know, the queen of Denmark. Um, and so that is what was going on in Denmark today. Like I said, no official engagements on the calendar, but this announcement did come out. Um, and so now we are going to move on to Norway because there was nothing going on in the Netherlands. as well today um, with King Harald holding the weekly Council of State meeting uh, that Crown Prince Akun also attended as well as um, prior to the Council of State they both held and held the Prime Minister in audience um, so they were able to have a conversation with him before they went on to meet with the full um, Council of State um, like I, I've, I've mentioned this before there are no actual details revealed about what this meeting entails they're never um open to the public open to the press anything like that um but i just like to mention it um and then interestingly i don't know this could change it might not um there's nothing on the norwegian royal calendar until august now so um i don't know what that means i'm hopeful that it'll change 
Um, so we'll give it a little while, and if it doesn't, we'll um, find something to talk about in Norway, maybe once a week, um, while they are going through this dry spell, if that is what it is. It's also, it's also summer, um, kids are out of school, so, like, Crown Prince Akun and Crown Princess Metamarit are spending time with their kids. July and August are truly, like, lull periods for the every royal family so it's not surprising um but there's truly nothing on the calendar till like august 15th um so that will be an interesting thing going forward for the next two months if that's actually the case but like i said i'll come up with something um to kind of talk about once a week if we don't have a weekly event or something um by thursday um Every week we'll we'll talk about something with the Norwegian royals. Who knows? Uh, it'll give me a chance to um, learn some more stuff. Um, so on that note, we are now going to move on to the Spanish royal family. I mentioned in yesterday's episode, King Felipe and Queen Letizia um, started their tour of Spain. Um, so they are going to be visiting um, different, at least all 17 autonomous communities of Spain, if not some other um, areas and municipalities to show support for um, the country as a whole during the coronavirus crisis that Spain was under. Um, And so they started that tour today um, by visiting the Canary Islands, um, which is comprised of obviously different islands, including Grand Canary and Tenerife, which is where uh, the two islands that Felipe and Letizia visited today. Um, So they started their day with a visit to the Perez Galdo's House Museum, which is a museum in the home of Perez Galdo's, um, who is, I believe, a a writer. He might be a painter, um, but he is very cultural in Spain, um, and so this is his home that they have turned into a museum dedicated to him. Um, so Felipe and Letizia toured the museum and got to talk with um, curators and historians and everything for the museum. Um, and the museum actually just reopened today, as I believe most of the um, cultural sites have done in the Canaries. Um, as this is like, I've talked about this a little bit, so I'm not going to go into too much detail because it doesn't matter that much. Um, but Spain is working through like four phases of resuming a new normal. Um, and so each autonomous community. So of the 17, they're all working on different schedules. Um, so Madrid opened like two weeks ago, their cultural centers, museums, uh, theaters, and things like that. Um, whereas the Canaries just opened them today. 
Um, so they were able to be there on the first day to lend their support and their physical presence to make it a little more, um, I don't know, just to promote it, really. Um, and then next, they went to the beach, kind of. Um, they walked along the promenade at the Playa de las Canteras, which is the Canteras Beach. Um, you guys, this... <laughs> it's so pretty, it just makes me want to go to the beach. Um, I live in the Midwest. There are no beaches where I live. But I want to go to a beach now, so flipping bad um particularly particularly one with palm trees and the ocean with mountains nearby that would be great um it, it's just so pretty um and uh, and um the promenade had different restaurants and different places you could visit um Felipe and Letizia actually were offered this was so funny the owner actually took a video on her phone and it's on Twitter um of Felipe and Letizia coming up to them and um ordering tapas they ordered a um like ham like sliced ham tapas um from this little tiny like tapas bar it's not really a bar it's literally like this is what they sell and you buy it and then you go to the beach um and so it was just like very much Spain and it was amazing um and then they went to a local hotel to meet with representatives of the tourism sector for the Canary Islands um and so during this time is when Felipe gave his speech um in which he expressed obviously his condolences for um the victims on the island. Um, and so if you haven't followed the coronavirus crisis closely, um, especially in other countries, um, if you're in America, like I, I do because I do this podcast. Um, and so right before Spain started getting really, really bad. Um, there was an outbreak of Corona in a hotel in the Canaries. Um, it was pretty localized and they localized the quarantine and got it dealt with pretty quickly. But that was like the first sign, um, that like, oh, something is getting ready to happen in Spain. Um, and then things just really, really got worse from there. Um, but unfortunately, the Canary Islands is really, I'm not blaming or anything like that, but like this is really the first spot um, that Spain was attacked by COVID. Um, so really um, important that he mentioned that um, and then throughout his speech, he also talked about the reopening of the country and tourism and kind of the whole point of this tour of Spain is to promote tourism. Um, so after that visit, they um, visited Tenerife, which is another island, um, and they visited the, I can't find a good translation for this, so I'm just going to put it in Spanish. Uh, the, they visited the Finca El Confito, um, where they, which is like a orchard I don't know if these are called orchards but it's a food production 
farm. Um, and they, uh, Felipe and Letizia actually toured the banana. They called it the banana area. I don't like that. So I'm calling it a banana orchard, which is probably not right either. Um, but anyway, they were walking through trees and, uh, plant, uh, rows and rows of banana trees and learning about the effect of COVID on this specific sector. Um, and then for the final event of the day, uh, Felipe and Letizia visited a distribution center in Tenerife where they um, were able to talk to the employees about their process as well as uh, sit down with representatives from um, the agriculture, livestock, fishing, and rural development sectors. Um, to obviously talk about how different things have impacted or how different sectors have been impacted in different um, parts of the community. Um, and so that is the end of day one of the Spanish Royal Tour of Spain. Um, I think it continues on Thursday. So I don't know what we'll see tomorrow, um, but on Thursday, Felipe and Letizia will be in the... Um, in another island, um, the Bayeric Islands. Um, so that is where they will be on Thursday. And I don't know what tomorrow looks like. They don't release a schedule right now. Um, and that is actually it for this podcast. There was nothing going on in Sweden today. Um, so with that, I will talk to you all tomorrow with another uh, rundown of the daily events from all the European royal families. Um, If you want to see pictures or um, even some videos of some of the events today, you can actually uh, check that out on this podcast's website, thedailyroyal.com. And then there's uh, snippets of pictures and a little bit of information on the Instagram, the... um, which is the handle Daily Royal Pod. So if you want to check those out, that'd be awesome. But until then, I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.